Matthew chapter 15, verses 10 through 28. Then he called the crowd to him and said to them, Listen and understand. It is not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but it is what comes out of the mouth that defiles. Then the disciples approached and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees took offense when they heard what you said? He answered, Every plant that my heavenly Father has not planted will be uprooted. Let them alone. They are blind guides of the blind. And if one blind person guides another, both will fall into a pit. But Peter said to him, Explain this parable to us. Then he said, Are you also still without understanding? Do you not see that whatever goes into the mouth enters the stomach and goes out into the sewer? But what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart. And this is what defiles. For out of the heart come evil intentions, murder, adultery, fornication, theft, false witness, slander. These are what defile a person. But to eat with unwashed hands does not defile. Jesus left that place and went away to the district of Tyre and Sidon. Just then a Canaanite woman from that region came out and started shouting, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But he did not answer her at all. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she keeps shouting after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. He answered, It is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. She said, Yes, Lord, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, Woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed instantly. So the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. As we come to the end of our Finding Your Faith series, we have looked at what it means to have faith. We have talked about doing things that are difficult, but having faith that God will help us. And we've talked about what happens when our faith gets weak. And today we get an unlikely example of what it means to have great faith. And the reason it's an unlikely example is because the example is somebody who has been considered a nobody, an outcast, somebody who was not welcome. We like to think that our examples of great faith would come from those closest to Jesus, those who were always privy to his teachings, that the disciples would have such great faith that we wouldn't know what to do with it. But instead we have this Canaanite woman who refuses to take no for an answer. She yells. She yells at them as they pass. And they ignore her. She pleads with them. And the disciples beg Jesus to just send her away. Finally, she's bothering them so much, Jesus turns to her and says, Look, I'm here to help the Israelites. I've got to teach them. Because he's got to teach them how to be able 
to go out and spread this to the whole world, but he's got to focus on them so that they can get it down so they can actually go out and teach. She, she still pushes forward. She persists in begging for his help. Finally, he says, well, it's not fair. It's not fair if I give this healing to you. It'd be like throwing the children's food to the dogs. And it's important to know this isn't like throwing something to the family pet out of kindness. This would be the roving packs of wild dogs that brought disease and had to be driven away. Now at this point, she could have been greatly offended and walked away in a huff. She could have argued about how she wasn't a dog. She could have disagreed in all sorts of ways. Instead, she continues to humble herself. And she says, yes, Lord, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. That if even all she gets is a bit of a side glance. If all she gets is just a little bit of that healing, she has faith it'll be enough. She has so much faith, she didn't even bring her daughter with her. The Israelites keep bringing people, breaking open roofs to hand them over, dragging them out, begging him in the street. And here's this Canaanite woman who believes that he can do this wherever he's at, wherever she's at, that he can heal her. Now we need to rewind just a moment because it's important to look at what Jesus was just telling the disciples about what it means to be clean and unclean. That he's telling them it's not the things that you eat that are going to make you unclean, it's the things that come out of your mouth. That out of your mouth comes slander and false witness, theft, fornication, adultery, murder, evil intentions. And that these are the things that make you unclean. It's the intentions of your heart. Which means on the reverse of that, having good intentions would seem to be someone who is clean. Someone with pure intentions would seem to have a clean heart. That if it's not those external things that make us unclean, then it must not be those external things that cause division. And so here is this outcast, Canaanite woman. And he says to her, woman, great is your faith. Great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And immediately, her daughter is healed. No matter what was thrown in her way, she had faith that this man, this son of David, 
this Jesus of Nazareth could heal her daughter. She had faith that even if she was a Canaanite, even if she was a woman, even if she came to him because of a problem with a demon, he could take care of it. He could heal her. Regardless of her social standing, regardless of her background, regardless of everything else, she had faith that Christ could heal and she wouldn't let it go. How often are we the disciples in this story? That somebody who looks different, somebody who sounds different, somebody that may not have the same background as us comes looking for something. And we say, why don't you go somewhere else? Somewhere where people appreciate the things you appreciate. Where people look how you look and sound how you sound. She persists through it all and crosses division after division after division. All of these human ideas of the things that are supposed to separate us and divide us. Canaanite from Israelite. Men from women. Clean from unclean. She crosses them all in faith. It's easy to put up divisions. It's easy to say, well, this is different and so it doesn't belong here. And we get divided by so many things. We get divided by the color of our skin. We get divided up by where we were born. We get divided up by where we live. We get divided up by what side of the political spectrum we're on. We get divided up by faith. And even then, in all those, we find amazingly ways to divide ourselves again. And there's subdivision after subdivision. That it's not good enough that we are Christians together, but we need to be the right kind of Christian. And then even in our own denomination, we find division because we find that there's human ideas that we have to try to work past. And sometimes we just go, well, maybe we shouldn't have to work past at all. Maybe we should all just go our own separate ways. Because trying to work together is too hard. Hearing what is foreign to us can be hard. But this Canaanite woman comes creeping back in. Crossing all of those boundaries we put up. Coming across because the one thing that is guiding her is her faith that Jesus Christ can heal. She may not have any of the rest of the Israelites' faith down, but she's got it in her heart and in her head. Jesus can heal my daughter, and I am going to go to him and pray that he can do it. Her great faith leads to her daughter's 
healing. How often do we let things get in the way of having that great faith? That great faith that Christ is the way and Christ is the answer and Christ can heal all wounds. Physical, mental, spiritual. That Christ can heal all rifts that divide us. Because He is the light and He is the way. Surely, this is something God can do. But how often do we have the faith that God can do it? How often do we let ourselves have faith that maybe, just maybe, God can get us past all of these things that divide us because what's truly important is that Christ is there. Maybe what's truly important is that we are there serving together in Christ. I can't help but wonder how many people, how many people are out there struggling with what to do because they have a great faith that there is something out there that is calling to them and they don't know what. They have a great faith that something is there and they don't know where to turn. Where are we to say, we are here to help? Where are we to say, I have an answer and it's open to you and open to all of God's children? That God's way is open to all. That all of God's children are welcome home. How often do we let that faith overcome our fears and our worries and our anxieties overcome our pride and whatever position we have decided defines us. To say, I don't know. But I know God loves you. And I have faith that God will straighten this out and that God will figure this out because I put my faith in God. Because men mess things up all the time. People mess things up all over the place. But I have faith that God can make it right. Because I want goodness to flow out of my heart. I want that love of God to flow from me at all times. I don't want hate and division to flow from my heart and make me unclean. How much better off would we be bringing those people in that we could strengthen each other in our faith that God is there and God will help us through? How much better off would we be if we could share in that great faith together, strengthening each other instead of pulling each other down, building each other up in Christ so that when we come together and we pray that Christ will turn to us And say, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. Together. In love and mercy. Walking in God's way. Living in God's light. Acting together. For the glory of our God. Not for our own pride, 
but in faith. That we serve a risen Savior who is with us always and everywhere, forever and ever. That that faith binds us together stronger than anything could ever tear us apart. Because where we go, God goes with us. And where our faith goes, so does our hope. And where there is hope, there is light. And where there is light, we may share the word and the kingdom. And let all know, across the world, together, together, we may build a better tomorrow in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.